Since the pandemic, when parents discovered what their kids were learning and the aggressive indoctrination curriculum, there has been an exodus from public school education. Homeschooling is on the rise. And today, one mom who jumped on the homeschool bandwagon is joining us. She'll share her perspective on the challenges and the rewards of this type of education. Hey ladies, it's five o'clock somewhere. So pour yourself a beverage and join us for the homeschool happy hour. Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Each week, special guests tackle the issues facing the moms of America today. Discussions include personal stories and advice on how moms can build a strong foundation of faith, family, and freedom in their homes and country. Well, hi, moms. I'm Debbie Krillite, your host, and thank you so much for stopping by the Moms for America podcast. We love it every week when you come by. Uh, right here on the top of the show, we always want to invite you to like and subscribe and share our podcast. Please go ahead and do that. Also, if you want to leave a review, we would appreciate that. Uh, we do ask you to share this podcast with your mama friends and get this information out to moms all across the country. Also, moms, if you have not joined our movement here at Moms for America, would you please join us? We are a great sisterhood of moms all across the country, uniting to fight for our families, our faith our freedom, and the Constitution. That's what we do here at Moms for America. Uh, we fight for all of those principles that are important to us as moms and Americans. So please check us out at momsforamerica.us and join our movement. We would love to have you. Also, if you have an idea or a topic for our podcast, would you please email me at podcast at momsforamerica.net. I would love to hear from you and also any of your suggestions and uh, feedback. I love that from the moms. So love to hear from you. Well, alrighty, on to today's program. All right, moms, here are some interesting statistics. According to one education survey, the COVID-19 pandemic significantly impacted homeschooling rates. Yes, we know that millions of American children were forced home to learn when the schools were closed. But listen to these numbers. In 2016, there was a two, there were 2.3 million homeschoolers. Fast forward three years later, there was a slight gain of 200,000 homeschoolers, a little bit of an increase. But three years after that, when the pandemic was clearly over, there was a gain of 1.8 million homeschoolers in just three years. Record numbers. We know it. Many parents are frustrated with the agenda in the schools, and they are clearly looking for alternatives. Today, Megan C. joins us. She homeschools her young children, and she just absolutely loves it. She started the podcast Homeschool Happy Hour. How fun is that? To encourage other moms in their homeschooling efforts. Well, welcome, Megan, to the Moms for America podcast. Boy, we're glad to have you. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> well, listen, tell us a little bit about your family over there. Um, what's your tribe like? Sure. So I have a husband and two little girls, five and three mm -hmm. are their ages. And um, they are just amazing little girls. They are so like full of life and joy and they just are curious about everything and they're just my little shadows they want to follow mama around wherever she goes and they're just constantly um 
questioning everything around them. They're at that age right now where it's just like everything is new and exciting. So it's really oh, yeah. fun. Um, Those are some and- of my favorite ages. I love that. I love that span of time when they're little like that because they're kind of independent and they've got some of their own ideas and their favorites and they love yep. they love mom and dad and they want to be with them. So that is really All a great time. age. Yeah. Everywhere I go, they want to be there. And I'm trying to soak that up because I keep reminding myself it will not be like that forever. There will come a time where they're going to be like, mom, take a back seat. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm really trying to relish in this season that we're in. Well, we talked about in the beginning about your passion for homeschooling and that this was something that you committed to recently and you're loving it and enjoying it. I know you had our president on Kimberly Fletcher on your podcast. Yeah, uh, she's, she's been great. a big advocate. Yeah. For homeschooling. And a lot of our moms that are listening uh, either are homeschooling or considering it, or, you know, as the culture gets crazier and crazier, people are looking for alternatives for education clearly. Um, mm-hmm. So really interesting that you kind of just made this decision and jumped in so har- full heartedly about it, but a little yep. bit about what was your education like when you were growing up? Were you homeschooled? Is this something you always thought about? Sure. So I was fully public schooled um, and I went to a uh, university, a state university. um, And um, really what wound up being the case for my family at first was we originally thought we would public school, but then my husband's job wind up needing us to go back and forth between states. And we thought to ourselves, well, okay, how are we going to um, manage that when they get to school age? They were still young when we realized that that was going to be the case. And so we we had time to think about our options. Um, My husband's cousin has three children who she has homeschooled um, fully, like their entirety thus far. They're still learning. They're not older yet, but um, he said, you know, she homeschools her children. What do you think of that? Mm -hmm. And um, I said, you know, I never really considered it, but I feel confident that I could do it. And my husband, additionally, which I've talked about on my podcast, um, is very supportive. He's a very supportive husband. We have a very sort of traditional household, um, traditional values. And he's very supportive of me being like the stay-at-home mom um, and the concept of homeschooling my children. He was like, I fully have confidence in your abilities to homeschool our kids. And so when I really started to take it seriously, um, I picked her brain a little bit about it. Um, She's really been my mentor in the uh, homeschooling journey of mine. And I said, yeah, let's give it a shot. So we started early and I said, you know, if we figure out that this is not for us and we need to come up with a plan B, we still have time. They're still young, mm-hmm. but let's give it a shot. And once I jumped into it, there was no looking back. It's just such a phenomenal journey and it's such a superior educational experience. Now knowing what I know about homeschooling and having done it, I just want to support other mothers who are considering this journey or um, offer confidence that it is the right decision and that it's such an amazing experience and a gift for both you and your child. If you can um, have the 
fearlessness to jump into it because it right because really it is intimidating. That's yes, what we're here from moms all across the country. It's a little intimidating. I'm not a teacher. Can I handle yep. my children all day? You know, all 100%. night, twenty four seven. And so there are some things that moms have to overcome. Um, yes. But having mentors and, and plugging into a community is is so important. So hey, kudos yes. to your your sister in law and your family that you you know that mentor cousin-in-law. Cousin okay. And Thank what you. kind of feedback did you get from your, your family, your community? Was everybody on board with you? Um, you know, my family. So here's what I always say about the feedback of homeschoolers. I think that regardless of the, um, people who care about you in your life, they, they're going to question things that they don't know. They may be your biggest champion. They may love you and support you and they want the best for you and your family and your children. Mm -hmm. But people, it, it's human nature to question what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And my family has been wonderfully supportive of okay. me um, homeschooling my children, but certainly they had questions. Um, and, you know, I if I didn't have an answer prepared, I would look into it mm -hmm. or I would ask my husband's cousin about her experience and sort of feed that information back so that, um, you know, everybody kind of understood why we were making these choices. I have come in contact with a few um, naysayers <laughs> along the way um, and whether their intentions were malice or not. Um, sometimes the commentary can hurt. It's Again, mm -hmm. human nature to want to be accepted, to want to feel like you belong and you fit in. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to make choices for your family that go right. against the grain. And, right. um, you know, it's all about, I always say, when you have a naysayer or somebody who's questioning your choices when it comes to your child's education, you can either educate them or ignore them but you can't let it shake your foundational reasons for choosing homeschooling because Absolutely. that's where your child is going to get a disservice. If mm -hmm. your, your foundational reasons for choosing uh, to homeschool your children is knocked off course because of somebody's opinion of it, then your child's not, not going to get the best education they can get from you. You right. need to be so confident in your choices and your ability to do it. Can't let peer pressure and there is adult peer pressure too. you know, right. oh, change 100%. your, yeah, change your focus, change your trajectory for your children, especially if it's a conviction, like, boy, nobody goes into homeschooling unless it's a conviction, but let's talk about some of the misconceptions, um, yeah. you know, that people kind of come into homeschooling about. I think there's been so much more, um, acceptability about homeschooling. Um, obviously it's grown. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's tripled. It, I mean, it's, it's you know somebody everywhere that is homeschooling. So what yeah. are some of the misconceptions? Uh, number one, if you ask anybody in homeschooling, they will tell you the number one misconception is the, how will you socialize your children? Mm -hmm. It's the number one thing. I, I have polled my followers many times on what their biggest fears or what their naysayers have said. And it always boils back to socializing. And it's been tested and studied, and it's always come back to show that homeschooled children are just as, if not 
more social than public school children. So it's just such a, um, I feel like it's kind of a stale comment at this point for homeschoolers. Um, you know, I always tell other moms who are homeschooling, if somebody asks you if you're going to socialize your child, just be like, I got it. Don't worry about my children. They will be socialized. Um, you know, there are so many ways to socialize your children. You can do co-ops, which is a, um, you know, group of homeschooling families getting together to teach their children together. Um, you can do sports, dance, gymnastics, library classes. Youth um, group, church. Youth group, church. I, yeah. I even say your children are socialized already if they have siblings. They're socializing at home. They're socializing with their cousins. They're watching you as a parent socialize with your family and friends, and they're learning from that. You are your child's first teacher. So when you're out there being social with other people, they're learning that as well. Um, so there's just so many ways to socialize your child. Um, as far another, as other misconceptions, yeah. Um, more misconceptions would be um, that if you do not have a degree in teaching, you are not going to be equipped to teach your child. That is, again, false. There have been right. studies done that show that um, your education as the parent has no bearing on your ability to teach your child. You are going to be able to homeschool your child fully all the way through. There are so many resources out resources, there for you yeah. and your children. Um, again, like I said, co-ops. Um, there's online, there are umbrella schools, there are um, tutors. So there is an array of resources out there that you can use to educate your child. Just because you don't have a teacher's education, or even if you didn't go to college, whatever level education you have, the most important thing about homeschooling your child is your commitment to your children mm -hmm. and you're putting their best interest at the forefront of what you're doing. If you're committed to being a homeschool parent and you're putting in the work, your child is going to learn all they need to know. I look um, at you as kind of one of these, the the next generation of homeschooling moms that really has a lot more uh, tools and resources available. You know, we talked sure. about this. Yeah, the we're stats. much better off than years ago with homeschooling for sure. And, right. And parents are just looking for so many great alternatives. And because the culture has become, the school's become an unsafe place, really, you know, and moms have got to figure this out. Um, kind of the challenges that you had, um, what would you say were some of the greatest challenges that you had personally jumping into this and starting and then sure. um, kind of what were you, what was kind of your, on the back of your brain going, mm, can you do this? Can you not do this? Or what were right. some of the challenges that hit you? So my biggest challenge was really untethering myself from what I typically thought school should look like. Ah. And I think that's a big one because kids are born with this natural curiosity, this hunger for knowledge, this want to learn. Mm -hmm. And schools really, um, draw a box around that your child needs to learn this way this is how they're going to learn this is the curriculum they're going to use this is how many hours they're going to learn it and this is how many years they're going to be in um homeschooling when you really start to explore like i find in the beginning months that we started i tried to almost structure my homeschooling experience like a school and uh, i realized that it doesn't have to be that way and i was the one building my own border 
And I needed to sort of say, okay, my children, I need to let them lead in how they want to be educated and find out what they want to know and how best I can give them that information that they're going to absorb it and they're going to, it's going to foster their hunger for knowledge. I don't want learn the learning experience to be a chore for them. I don't want to shove the curriculum down their throat. And I want to tailor make my children a curriculum that is unique to their learning style, mm -hmm. moves at a pace that is perfect for their um, learning abilities or capabilities. And I want to just let them lead. So, um, you know, even, even though my children are very young right now, um, so we're still learning basics, right? We're not like learning quantum physics or something. Um, yeah, wait till you get to algebra and calculus. I'm not worried. Thank God. There are resources. Thank um, God there's resources now. Yes. But even now with them being young, you know, sometimes my, my kids will wake up and they'll say, do we have to do school today? And I'll say, well, yeah, we're going to do some learning. And they'll say, well, I was really wanting to do Play-Doh today, or I was really wanting to do a puzzle today. And so on the fly, sometimes that morning when they say things like that to me, I'll say, okay, and I will get out the Play-Doh or get out the puzzles, but I will, I will incorporate my lesson that I had mm -hmm. in my brain to use with those things. So off the top of my head, the, the example with the Play-Doh that I'm thinking of, um, my youngest daughter, who's just recently three, um, she's still learning her letter recognitions and sounds. And so I took out Play-Doh. I was like, sure, let's do Play-Doh. And I started making the letters and saying, I'd make like four letters and say, can you point to the D? Can you point to the A? And Perfect. then it turned out to be, um, who can tell me what sound that letter makes? And now they, they're laughing and they're racing to see who can point to it faster and who can make the sound before the other one. And it turned into such a game and they loved it. They were getting to play with, with Play-Doh in school, you know? And so it's just about mm -hmm. taking those moments to, instead of me saying, no, we're not doing Play-Doh. We have school to do. You need to sit down and learn. I said, yeah, let's grab the Play-Doh. And we created a lesson that still got the job done, That's right. but used what they were interested in that day. And that's just a very simple, basic example of off the top of my head. But I try to really think about what is going to make learning fun for them and make them want to learn something every day rather than feeling like, oh, we have to do this again for how many years, you know? <laughs> Like, I think that we need to take a step back and realize that each child is unique. There is no cookie cutter way to learn. That's right. And both of my children are very unique in their learning um, styles as well. Sure. So I'm thinking of how this one is going to learn it and how that one's going to learn it and creating those unique lesson plans for them so that they can really have the best um, outcome instead of saying, this is a curriculum that was chosen by a school board for the child masses to learn all together at the same pace. And if it's too fast for you, oh, well, you're going to fall behind. If it's too slow for you, oh, well, you're going to be bored. And there's no other choice. You know, like that idea is just not, when you really think about it and you take a step back and you think about the public school system and the way that they're shoehorning all these children into one style. Right. 
and there's just so many different ways to learn. So that's really what I want moms to think about when thinking about if they should or shouldn't choose homeschool. Like, would your child benefit from a one-on-one, tailor-made, perfectly placed, paced education, or are they going to do better in that box? So when it, I just want, as you've shared some of these personal stories, any other successful tips that uh, you want to share that you would, I know you've been doing a podcast. I think this is great because not only did you jump into homeschooling, you then said, we need to have a support community. We need yeah. to have a place where moms can share ideas and learn and grow and challenge each other. So you've been doing interviews and really learning yourself from some of other folks that have done homeschooling. What are some of the other successful tips that you think um, that you've kind of have in your your uh, your toolbox? Um, yeah, so like you mentioned, I think that having a support system is really important to homeschooling. Um, I think the more support you have as a homeschooling parent, the easier it's going to be, the more relaxed you're going to feel and the more present you're going to be able to be with your kids if you're not freaking about out about, you know, feeling unsupported. Um, and that's part of the reason why I created the podcast was because when I started, I only had my husband's cousin that I knew that was doing it. I didn't know a single other homeschooling parent. And um, I had said to him, I wish that I had more support. So find your support group for sure. Um, There are so many groups out there. If you use social media, um, find a place to belong to, find a co-op, because that's really, you're going to be able to bounce ideas off of each other and um, support each other through those rougher days. Because I'll be honest, it sounds wonderful, but homeschooling does have its challenges, just like everything else. It's not always going to be rainbows and sunshine. And if you can have support on those rougher days where you're kind of feeling stuck, you're going to, your kids will thrive more. If you're supported, you can offer them more support. Um, Another tip would be that, um, and also kind of a misconception, as we talked about before, is that you you don't need to have a ton of extra money to be able to homeschool your children. You can homeschool on a budget. There are lots of ways that you can homeschool your child without spending a ton of money. Um, I did an, a, a recent episode on my podcast about it. So if you want the full length version of this um, mm-hmm. topic, you can check it out there. But um, you can use, you can create your own curriculum, which I love to do, a printer and a laminator goes miles. <laughs> That's um, right. You know, you can find a co-op and swap curriculum with your friends um, so that, you know, you buy one, I'll buy one, I'll buy a subject, you buy a subject and we'll share. Um, you can hit up that dollar store. I'll tell you what, the dollar store has so many wonderful um, resources in their yeah. teaching section that you would never even Me know too. there. Yes. Literally. And to be honest, something else that I talked about on my um, podcast and social media is I don't know if it's everywhere because I haven't been in every state or every dollar store, but the ones local to me have wonderful books on religion too, which if you're looking to incorporate religion into your homeschooling, check out your dollar store. They have such adorable books for young children um, that are just super cute and wholesome. So check out their books to read and also check out their teaching section with all of their workbooks and, you know, things of that nature. But yeah, use what you've got. You don't need a ton of more money to um, homeschool your children. I find that that's something that I hear a lot of that homeschoolers, you know, have a silver spoon in their mouth. That's not 
the case. Um, What about full-time moms that, you know, moms that work? Yeah. So I think one of the benefits of homeschooling is that you don't, again, stepping away from that um, common thought process of what school should look like, um, you can do homeschool any time of day. So if you have a full-time job, do your lessons in the evening. Uh, You know, if you have to work, maybe you're using your weekend days to fit in some learning moments. And learning moments are not just going to happen uh, at the table uh, during school time. You're going to find learning moments outside of the classroom all the time. And I talk about this a lot too. Homeschooling is so much more than reading, writing, math, core curriculum. Homeschooling means you are teaching your child values. You're teaching them religion. You're teaching them respect. You're teaching them how to be self-sustainable. You're teaching them when you go to the grocery store, talking about nutrition, when Mm -hmm. you are going to the bank to make withdrawal, talking about how to save and how to properly spend um, and plan for the future. When you are going to put your car in the shop and talking about the mechanics and the physics of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are learning moments everywhere. And as a parent, we need to really stop doing the, the very quick yes or no answer and stop and give the learning moment answer in life to our kids. Because I find that parents oftentimes, if I am in the grocery store, I'll hear a kid ask a question about something or other. And a lot of parents out there will just be like, yeah, I don't know. Or, Maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure. Our then, teenager just said that to my husband and I, why does everything have to be a life lesson? Can't we just, <laughs> I'm like, but this is how you learn. Future. Yes. I'll appreciate it later. So but funny. I, really do. I try to, yeah. um, and I think sometimes my husband maybe is kind of like, can't we just go to the grocery store? Can't we just get in and get out? But if you're going to ask me a question and I'm your teacher in life, right. It's my job to stop and give you my attention and give you that full thought out answer. And (laughs) I love to give them that information. So I try really hard to find learning moments outside the classroom, do field trips. We'll, when we go, we went recently to the aquarium. I print out um, checklists of like things that they can look for while we're there and they're looking for the fish and the name of the fish. And so just making every experience, you can take something away from it. I think the um, the culture is making moms evaluate everything on every corner, really. Um, obviously, did, is that one of the main reasons why you wanted to homeschool as well? Is that you, maybe well, you were concerned said, whether your children would be safe in school with the, with the indoctrination or the ideology or the agendas in the school? Like I said, our reasoning for choosing homeschool, especially in the beginning, was really based on the fact that we needed to move from state to state easily. Mm -hmm. Um, But I certainly understand there are a lot of reasons why parents choose to homeschool, whether they're not happy with what's going on in their local schools or they want to incorporate more religion or they want to be able to move around freely or they just want to really build, you know, a closer family bond, the keep the family unit tighter because kids are spending less and less time with their family. And me and my husband are big on that. We are very big on keeping a family unit tight, um, old school family traditions. We, um, you know, it's crazy when you think that 17,280 hours 
is how many hours your child will spend in school from K through 12. I'm getting all of those oh, hours yeah. back. That's right. I'm getting all of those hours back. We have that foundation. My my girls get to learn together. They get mm -hmm. to have learning moments together. And that's another thing that I find parents who have multiple children, they love to see their kids. The older ones teach the little ones. The little ones are looking up to the older ones. They're asking questions together. They're feeding off each other's energy. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful experience to have. So whatever yeah. your reason, reasoning- And there are a lot of it, reasons. There are a lot of reasons. I like know. you just said- Parents, you know, are just trying to figure out education, what works best in their home and yep. in their season of life and for each child, because each child is so different. Some child, one of your children is okay in public school or in a private school, or another child may need so much more one-on-one. -on -one. So as moms, yep. we do this every day, we figure out what's best for our home and our kids. Yeah, um, tell us about the podcast too. How, how has that been going? And um, it's been such a wild ride. I really created it. I, so I only created it two months yesterday. It's been two months yesterday since we launched our first episode. Uh, and it's just been amazing. I, when I launched it, I had said to my husband, I hope that we get maybe, I hope we get about 20 listeners because that would really be impactful. In my mind, I, I was like, if I could help 20 moms feel like they had support, that mm -hmm. would be amazing. And as of yesterday at our two month mark, we have over 6,000 downloads. Um, and we've been, you know, every week I hit a new high of number of listeners and I've had the chance to speak to people. I mean, I had a guest on my show the other day from the UK. I talked to so many people, people across the world that are just messaging me saying they love the podcast, that they are Good for um, you. enjoying it, feeling supported, getting confidence. So off of that podcast, I actually um, then went ahead and read, wrote a ebook, a nine-step beginner's guide to yes. homeschooling. So Tell us about also, that. Yeah. So I, after we launched the podcast and I saw that there was an audience to be had, mm -hmm. um, that, that people were out there. I actually had one mom say, and she commented to me and said, yes, I have been waiting for something like this. That's a direct quote from one of my listeners. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody has been waiting to have this sort of support. That's amazing. So then I was like, well, what about the parents out there who are thinking about homeschooling, but they're not sure if it's a right fit for them or how to get started or you know, they're just feeling lost in the idea of it, but they're curious. So I said, well, what would, what would I have wanted when I were, was considering homeschooling? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to sort of create a roadmap um, to homeschooling or beginning homeschooling based on my own personal experiences. And nice. so that's exactly what I did. I made, it's a fairly short read, um, just nine simple topics that I feel if you have those under your belt as your foundation, you can do it. And so, that's an ebook um, and that's all downloadable on your website, correct? Yep. And uh, there's even a coupon code on my social media for it. So you can get 50% off um, because I, I just want to get it out there to everybody. I want everybody to have the tools they need to That's homeschool. It. I just, I can't advocate for it enough. I believe in it so much. It's just become such a pro, uh, passion project of mine. And I just really want moms to feel empowered to take 
control of their child's education and give them an educational experience that's just going to be superior to what can be offered in a public school to your child. So Love yeah, that. would you give us your, your website again, please? Yeah, it's homeschoolhappyhour.net. And that's where you can find the links to your podcast and also to your ebook and any other and information. Yeah, I have some affiliates there too. So I've been able to partner with a bunch of um, of affiliates that I find are conducive to homeschooling. So um, I'm only partnering. I've been very specific and choosy about who I'm partnering (laughs) with because I really just want, like, to be honest, there's endless um, affiliates out there if you want to as an influencer, right? There's companies just want you to put their name out there. And I have been very choosy to pick the ones that I think will really enhance the homeschool experience for your mm-hmm. you and your child. So the ones that I have up there, there's only about five right now, but I really believe in those companies. I really feel like they are making a difference for homeschool parents. So Good. if anybody is interested in those tools, I have those links and there's coupon codes there. But yeah, I just, I, I want the brand to really just be a support system for homeschool families. And just, even if you're just coming to listen to the podcast, once in a while, when you're feeling run down and you're feeling like you need a little extra support or confidence as a homeschool parent, turn on an right. episode, you know. And it, it says happy hour podcast. So you can bring a beverage of choice or a tea or whatever it is. That's exactly what I set yeah, up and at listen. The beginning of every episode, yeah. I and when I do my intro, I always tell my listeners what I'm drinking at the moment. It's usually a hot tea, but I always tell them, bring whatever beverage you want to bring to happy hour and just relax and unwind and, you know, feel supported, take away what you will, get some ideas about what you can be doing in your homeschool household and, you know, just a good way to unwind. All right. Closing comments to the moms, give them words of encouragement here to uh, inspire (laughs) them in their journey as a homeschool mother. Yeah, I just think that all all moms should just feel empowered to homeschool their children. You guys are the most knowledgeable about what your family needs. You're the one who knows what your child needs. Nobody is more qualified than you to be your child's teacher. Right, we are. No one, regardless of what their educational level is, no one is more qualified than you. You are the one who should be in charge of your child's education, make those decisions, choose the curriculum at the pace that's right for your child. And I just think that you can't go wrong with it. It's such a beautiful experience and a gift to you and your child. It's hard work, but Mm -hmm. I have nothing more important to do in this life than to be my child's teacher. That is my, there's no, um, for me, there's no, won't you regret not going back to work or having time to yourself while your child's at school? None of that. I I feel like I can always go back to my day job when my children are grown. Right now, the most important thing is to be present with your child, to be your child's teacher, and to make those decisions that matter. That's right. So. We say this every week, Liberty Begins at Home, that moms are the greatest influencers in their children's lives, that this is our our, our highest calling is teaching and training our children. So thank you, Megan. Good luck with yeah, everything. Thank and thanks for being a part of the movement mm-hmm. of homeschoolers. Take yes. it back education one home at a time. So um, yes. tune into the happy hour and have a drink with you. <laughs> thank you so much.
Thank you. God bless. Well, moms, homeschooling is on the rise and so many of you are really jumping in and becoming teachers. And I love that. I do want to mention that on our website, we do have other information right on our website as far as resources for you as a homeschool mom. We have mom to mom homeschool once a month and we have all kinds of resources available on our website. So please check out our website, momsamerica.us and check out all of our homeschooling resources available for you moms. Alrighty, when you are there, I love to have you sign up for our weekly newsletter as well. So please do that when you stop by our website. That's uh, a way that we can all engage and let uh, you know what's happening with our um, resources, programs, webinars, and events all across the country. Also, when you're on our website, I do want to encourage you to check out our signature program, which is called the Cottage Meetings. Moms love these meetings. They are 12 lessons that will inspire and educate you about America's amazing history. Uh, so you can share the principles of liberty in your home and in your community, just like we're talking about. Moms are always teaching. So when you learn something, we know that the moms then go ahead and they teach it to their children. So this program, along with many of our other programs, webinars, resources, all available, uh, will help you um, teach and train your children in a very powerful way. We say this, it's from parent, parental rights to public policy. We have it all from the kitchen table to the school board rooms. We have it all. Moms for America is here to serve you moms. All right. Every week I say this, we believe that liberty begins at home and that moms, you are truly the heartbeat of America. And that's why moms are so powerful. And that's why moms are going to go ahead and save the country because they care about their kids and they care about their future. I do want to invite you back next week to join us for another inspiring and informative discussion with moms just like you. Um, hope to see you again, moms. Please share, subscribe, pass this on to your mama friends that are interested in homeschooling. And remember, uh, let's keep changing our world one home at a time. Thanks, moms. Thanks, moms.